everyone, welcome to your show, The Untold, right here on KTV2. I am Ahmed Al-Mazidi, joined by the ever-amazing Hussein I gotta Thank find so a different name for you. You have to, I think. Amazing, There's amazing, way, way amazing, more amazing, amazing. in the terminology, I think. Yeah, yeah, the... yeah. The great, uh, it's the same. Anyway, how are you it's feeling? I'm feeling great. Um, kind of medical, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we've been but having a lot those. of doctors. Yeah, uh, yeah. This time about hearing, though. Yeah. And this one is yeah. different, you know, because yeah. it's... Uh, Kind of special, you know, it's a yes. unique specialty. She's doing something for her. And she's doing something very noble, uh, I think. 100%. I always call it selfless. And I think we've, 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 we sat down with a lot of selfless yeah, people on so the show. so many on the show. Whether it's dentists or, yes, or yes. someone like to this guest. Yeah. So All right, let's introduce Ghanat um, al Yes. Let's do it right. after the break. It's time to welcome our guest for the day, very, very special guest today. It's Ghanat Al-Kandiri. You are a speech uh, language pathologist. Um, Personally, it's the first ever, ever uh, time to actually encounter an expert like you. And I think, Ahmed, the same for you, I guess. Or Uh, am I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair? Fair. Uh, Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for asking me. Honestly, it's a pleasure to have you on board. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be a very insightful episode. Yeah, we'll come on the show. Yeah. Shall we so, start with the, yeah, the questions? Yeah, we want to start with what I usually say. What got you into your major? Out of high school, so many different majors. You chose yeah. a specific, unique very, very major. Niche. Yeah. Very niche. Yeah. So please, your story. It was um, actually a coincidence, a happy coincidence. Nice. At first, I was uh, enrolled in the College for Science. Mm-hmm. And I was completely lost there. I was never good in math. Mm. <laughs> and it's just, I got accepted there. So got I went accepted there. that uh, uh, college for science. Okay. And then one of those days, my friend from uh, high school was there for one of mm. her uh, subjects. Like mm. she had a class there, mm. and she said, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, I got accepted here." And she said, nice. "No, how about you come to my college, mm. check out some of the maj- new majors there?" Okay. And I think there's something that just suits you, screams your personality. I think you should come and check it out mm. so I said all right so one day I went there looked at the major sheet um, talked to the ladies at the guidance uh, yeah. office yeah then I went home and researched it saw a lot of videos of it. speech pathologists and their clients and I just it clicked it felt like this is my calling this is what I want to be doing very interesting they found you calling yeah. from literally the, I mean a few a few pages of research that's, that's very good yeah. and here you are today I was yeah. lucky so today. perhaps tell us more about it though. I mean, what is it called? What do you do? What do you study? What was the specialty? What happened? What's the journey? So speech language pathology yeah. is um, a science. It's a, a, a young science, let's mm. say. Okay. It deals and it helps with all people from all ages, from birth and into geriatric years. Okay. Um, who have any kind of problem with communication mm-hmm. using language or communication when it comes to perceiving language. Okay, so, so either speaking or hearing. Or receiving the okay. language. Receiving. Okay. Yes, so you could be working with children with hearing impairments, mm. autism, you could be working with children who have... Um, Sensory issues, maybe? I wouldn't say so. It mm. could be included mm. within the symptoms. Okay. Mm. It could be Down syndrome, it could be anything, it could be just a pure language uh, mm. impairment, or... You could end up working with adults mm-hmm. who have had uh, strokes 
who've had Alzheimer's, okay. dementia, yeah. and so it's also there is the swallowing aspect of it. We do we can work with people who have difficulties swallowing. Why do they have those? Uh, like why do they, why would one develop that? Uh, uh, the swallowing problem. Mm-hmm. Usually, it's a, uh, after maybe a traumatic brain injury mm. or um, a stroke. I so see. they they kind of lose the ability to Swallow. do these processes mm. like chewing and the simple cut like uh, yeah. Yeah. things you don't even think about doing. Yeah, exactly. Know. Wow, and you think because. B- you definitely made a conscious choice to kind of go into this field, but mm. it's not the easiest of fields. Because yeah. whether you're working with children uh, with hearing imp- um, impairments, mm. that's what and then you have adults that have AD, Alzheimer's disease, for example, it's not the easiest of choices. And yes. but you I feel like it's this. a noble choice, too. Yeah, you, you, did, you really mm. did. It's a big step. Um, is there a reason why you actually took that step forward besides the coincidence? Uh, it, it just sits right with my with my I feel like my morals my values this wow. is what I want to wow. be doing what was uh, I need my whatever I do I need it to have meaning okay I, like that, I love that I no, love that's that. very nice do whatever you want but as long as it has, has meaning and serves purpose yeah. and it fulfills yeah, you yeah, yeah, 100%. you should do that yeah. um, let's talk more about uh, hearing impairments is basically yeah. a cure for being mute by having an implant I wouldn't say cure okay. it helps it it helps it because a cochlear implant is mm. a, pr- a medical prosthetic device right so and it's uh, and it's basically yes. so it's surgically okay. implanted implanted and it's safe it is safe it is yes. safe okay fair and but, and i heard it's uh, at this point it's practically a routine procedure routine procedure that's what i hear from the parents and it's very expensive procedure yes right it is expensive it is expensive and is that because as you said it's a young science that's what you said well speech pathology is but okay, uh, okay. the the development of this pr- prosthetic device mm. did not come free from speech right. pathologists how long have we had this device and uh, well, it, it's very old it's very old yeah so it's very it's safe over a bit expensive years. when we say expensive could we put a number out there roughly over 20,000 KD KD for just maybe the surgery. For one oh. surgery? Yeah. yeah. But what was the reason for Over the... More. What, what the cost? The it is a very... Well, involved, you see, uh, I intru- want to say like something you know. controversial. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, fair, I, fair. Yeah. yeah. It's just but I, I, I was reading a, a book written by a, a, um, an audiologist. Mm. So he was talking about... And he, he had tinnit- developed tinnitus as where you hear this uh, sound, constant noise and sound in your ear. Okay. That doesn't exist. Exists it for exists you. Exists for him for and him, his yeah. brain. It's, right. it's a pathology. Yeah. Mm. So he was. He he has written this uh, amazing book, mm. and he's been talking about the field mm. of audiology mm. in general and hearing and whatnot. Uh, so he says it is intentional mm. that these things are very costly. It it's been attempted by other initiatives to mm. make it more cost effective cost yeah. effective but uh, th- there are very powerful lobbies where they they block it every mm. time in the in the united states now it is expensive but however in kuwait yes. for us at least it is it provided is, right it it's is free provided for free for those who need it for those who need it and that and is what's you, great about our country if you cannot get the implant mm. yeah uh, in kuwait they will send those kids abroad and mm. there are other uh, places where, like, um, there's also the Awqaf Public Foundation, Al-Aman Al-Amal Al-Awqaf mm-hmm. in Kuwait, mm-hmm. that will help non-Kuwaitis get the procedure. Amazing. That's actually free. very, very That's nice. Amazing. That is yeah. nice. That's a beautiful social responsibility. Yes. I just called it. Yes. yes. Actually, the first, 
what instigated the existence of Sada, where I work right now, mm. is um, as I was told the story, is like an Egyptian little boy mm. who needed the procedure. And his father went to the Okaf Public Foundation and requested the funding for that. Yeah. And after he had the procedure, he had to, he needed the rehabilitation. Mm. And then he went back and it seems like more people asked for it. Yeah. And then that's, that's how the idea of mm. Sada came about. So is it something, is it, um, do we see a lot of kids uh, with hearing impairments? In yes. There are mm. a lot. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's on the increase, like globally. Really? It's not just, yeah. Because what would you attribute that to? Yeah. Well, it's there is the genetic factor. Mm. There is okay. the toxic load that you know. But now scientists and doctors are talking about all these toxins, which mm. are Effects. affecting our uh, biology mm. and yeah. body. Mm-hmm. So that this could be a factor. Okay. So a lot of external factors and that we don't... Okay, fair. Yeah. Fair. And when I asked you that this is basically a cure to being mute, you said almost. Almost. Exactly, because yeah. it doesn't yeah. restore hearing to 100%? Yes, it's it's artificial. So artificial. a cure would be, in my mind at mm. least, is I, I take the pill and I'm yeah. restored to what I mm-hmm. what my mm-hmm. original Without the health. need of right. external technology mm-hmm. and so on. Can, you, can we dig deeper into the daily life uh, of your life? Essentially, being working in this field every day, do you see a lot of kids? Do you see a lot of parents? Yes. And how do you deal with that? Well, you do see a lot of kids. And I guess the the main struggle is to to be able to find services for all of them. Yeah. Mm. Because the resources, unfortunate, unfortunately, are limited. Yeah. Mm. Because we're, a, we're still a small center. We'd like to grow bigger. Mm. Uh, there's um, there's only about maybe 10 of us in the center working. Okay, very specialized, okay. So we do need to expand so that we can see more people mm. and accommodate more kids. Hopefully. must be very heartbreaking kind of like to see someone come to you and approach you and uh, for, for a problem and you cannot mm. give them a solution. You have to come mm. and send them elsewhere. We either uh, refer or yeah. we find some other way to help. We never send anybody away without any help mm, okay. so we're either do the counseling the parent training because parent training is key in this yeah. uh, case mm. or we can do some individual sessions mm. but my wish is for every kid to have access to the full uh, program of course of course everyone would it's a very strong mission yeah um i want to maybe touch on uh your studies where did you do your bachelor's? Did you do something after that? Where did yes. you do your studies? So I did my bachelor's in Kuwait University. Nice. Uh, communication sciences and language disorders. Okay. Oh, I was very cool. fortunate with the professors that taught me back then. Amazing. Um, and then I went on, for after working for two years, mm. uh, two, three years, mm. I went on to do my uh, master's degree in, in the University of Reading in the UK. Oh, nice. I you got a degree of... I got a degree in clinical language sciences and I specialized in multilingual bilingualism and multilingualism. Amazing. Okay. And the reason if we are to ask you uh why again, we're gonna go back to the same answer if we ask you why you chose it, is because of the coincidence with your friend. Is that, that is that the story of why For bachelor's chose- degree, yes. The, yeah. master's, the master's what was the driving degree, force to I just wanted to be better at what I'm doing. <laughs> I wanted to learn more. Does that mean you're gonna go for the next level too? Oh I hope. A PhD? It's- or a if, if the opportunity presents itself, itself right. and the right time is mm. okay. uh, I feel like you're an ambitious person and you would seek higher education and you will keep trying to improve so. yourself and <laughs> you is know, it what you expect you want to help people 
Is it really expected that like I'm studying the field, working in the field? What do you mean? Oh, so working working with children rather than studying in the field, because obviously studying something yes. from the books is different from actually experiencing it in front of you. Okay. Um, yes, I. I uh, that's a very good question. Actually, after the bachelor's degree, mm. every speech pathology student is in complete shock because Why? what you study in the books is is very clear and nicely laid out yeah. for you. You do this, one, two, three, mm. and then you meet the real kid, and it's, and it's, oh, my God, it's a kid, it's a mess. <laughs> it doesn't work this way. And there's a lot of yeah. uh, mm. uh, um, factors interacting, mm. and you have to be very um, delicate when you do the assessment. Sure. And you have to be very sure. specific so that you can make a differential diagnosis. It's not like what you study, but studying gives you every tool you need. Right. Mm. You just need to know how to put to go these tools to. together. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Well, we're going to take a quick break yeah, and we'll carry on the conversation right after this. back from the break and we have so there's this big question right to ask you tell us the journey of a child that actually has hearing impairments uh, okay. what should we know you should know that at birth every hospital in kuwait is supposed to do a hearing screening true okay. at birth yeah and then the protocol is supposed to be that after two months they'll do the screening again okay because mm. they might have false negatives or mm. false uh, positives yeah If uh, a problem is identified at any stage of the screening, mm -hmm. they will do uh, the full assessment battery. Okay. And the assessments, the audiologists uh, work on that. It's not, uh, it's not where the speech pathologist is uh, involved. Mm -hmm. Once the impairment is identified, then they need to know what kind of impairment and the severity of it. Depending on that, they decide, is he going to wear just a hearing um, eight mm -hmm. an amplifier so it doesn't require surgery right mm, okay. right or is it a sensory neural hearing loss mm. where the child will need a surgery and a cochlear device okay so after that once they've had the, this uh, medical journey let's call it mm -hmm. they they go and they uh, map and program the device with the audiologist mm. okay In, uh, I, I guess in collaboration with a speech pathologist mm -hmm. and the parents. Once the device is uh, fully functional and they can receive the acoustic mm -hmm. uh, signal mm -hmm. optimally, mm -hmm. we come in as uh, speech pathologists as the leaders in, on that case. Okay. And we will fully assess and see if this, this child, does he need any other kind of support? Because a lot of children will come with other impairments. Mm -hmm. So the, the hearing impairment is, a lot of the times, is the accessory. So you will see sensory impairments. You might see um, other things happening with the child, maybe balance issues. So they might work with a physio, an occupational therapist, okay. and a speech pathologist. All right. We work through the stages of training the brain to mm -hmm. listen because hearing and listening does not happen in the ear. Mm -hmm. Your ear is just the, the door that lets the acoustic signal in to the brain all right and then hearing happens in the brain so what we what we do is a is a neural um, process right. and we need to train the brain 
to be aware of the sound. Mm. So if there is a sound, the brain should be aware of it. Yeah. And then would be able to localize it. Where is the sound coming from? This How does that training happen? So that's, that sounds like a very big training then. It's a lot it's, of repetitions. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm, yes. sure, I'm sure it is. We, we, we kind of train the child to give us feedback after we've made a sound, for example. So it's literally that. It's like very, very granular. It's like step by step. So like uh, yes, it's very tiny movements. Yes, Okay. Um, it's very the, the implant we mentioned, we talked about extensively, the one with the surgery. Mm-hmm. Is it suitable for any ages? Yes. Even adults? Uh, I've, seen, I've seen it uh, done for adults outside mm-hmm. of Kuwait. I've not seen it here in Kuwait, to be okay. honest. But yes, for adults uh, outside of Kuwait, I've seen it done. Okay. And is the same process for adults and, and kids? For example, if, uh, if, I, um, if an adult gets I've not Alzheimer's personally worked with an adult, yeah. but it depends. Does he have, has he had experience with hearing and speech prior to the implant? Right. Okay. Or, or did he it's not? like a ver- first time. Assuming yes. he's not. Assuming he's someone new. Like he just has, has uh, is facing um, Alzheimer's, for example. Um, he's going through a, his own journey. Uh, I don't think they would do that for a, for an Alzheimer's patient to put them under, you know, I'm, I'm not a surgeon, mm. fair, but, fair, so yeah. I, I don't, I cannot speak on that with authority. I'm, I'm being confused. What's the relation between being, al- having Alzheimer and losing your hear- your hearing? Or is, is there any relation? Actually, there's no relation, people right? don't, do, don't know that, but there what? is a, a very strong correlation between hearing your, uh, losing your hearing. Uh-huh. Okay. And, and developing lose, Alzheimer? Perhaps let's just call it uh, degenerative uh, uh, diseases, okay. like dementia and I see. our sisters. That's right. So, so you're saying hearing impairments and dementia, for example. Yes. Hmm. And is it because... Um, Have you not, I've seen it a lot with even relatives. Okay. Where, yeah. Where, the, you know, the, you, you see a, a person who gets um, a stroke, yeah. for example, and then he does not have access to hearing for whatever mm. reason. They He stops or she stops wearing their hearing aids. Yeah. Right. They're old, right? Mm. They have hearing aids. Mm. They get the stroke. Halas. They don't want to deal with that. Yeah. We don't want to he- wear. Gradually, yeah. as you see, see their case progresses, mm. they start forgetting. They mm. start uh, being unaware of time. Interesting. Who's here? Who's not here? They start forgetting names. And then they mm. get a lot of these um, on the tip of my tongue experiences. Yeah, yeah it's okay. Until you kind of just lose them. Wow. Um, does your field touch on uh, sign language for uh, right now? Yeah. Actually, this is very new in Kuwait. We've oh, yeah. ha- we have two new cases of what we call ABIs. ABIs. Yes. Standing so it's for auditory brainstem implants. Ooh. Where the implant is not inside the uh, cochlea part okay. or the inner ear, uh-huh. okay. it's in the brainstem. And the so difference, the what does that do? What does that so for, do? So for for clients or for children, yeah, who have um, don't who have a damaged nerve, yeah. auditory nerve, mm. um, even if you um, stimulate the cochlea, the the, the nerve is it not going to work. It's not, it's just doesn't so work. So the next option is the next next option is is in the, the brain in the brainstem. Isn't, that's that's a that's, that's a big one. Is there, is there risks involved to that one? Because you now you're involving brain surgery. Um, I don't want to say there are no risks, mm. but right. these mm. are things that they discuss with their uh, uh, neurosurgeons. Yeah. Uh, so we don't discuss I that see. with. Them. Um. So 
Yeah, yeah, I'll, if the I'm trying to get back the, to the risk is yeah. actually is you are taking a risk mm. anyway. Yeah, with your child, anything in my mind that happening in this region <laughs> is a major surgery. True, true. But the thing with ABIs is that there is no guarantee that they will have access to. I see. Auditory. Okay. Signals. So you got to try it to see. Yeah. Of course. So what happens is when the kid comes with this implant, mm. we have to be ready to integrate sign language into their uh, oral habilitation yeah. mm, yeah. because they might never f- uh, reach their um, the, the optimal language mm. output, right? So right. we need to supplement it with something so that okay. they're efficient communicators. Right. I have a question here. I, I took American Sign Language back in university mm. and something confused me. Why couldn't we have had a universal sign language rather than one for an Arabic, one in Indian, or how many sign languages there are. Okay. Couldn't we have developed a universal That's method? A good question there is an international sign language. There is an international sign yeah, language. Yeah, but to my knowledge yeah. is that the community of uh, people with mm, hearing yeah. impairments, mm. uh, they're very uh, specific about what they like. I see. And it's, uh, it's, um, they really like the, their sense of community. So right. they do have their... Preference, mm-hmm. like I know in Kuwait, they 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 prefer Kuwaiti sign language. Kuwaiti sign language. They don't, although there is an Arabic one, but okay. they do not prefer. So it. then this one has the slangs of Kuwait and yes. has the. It would it, language, um, neurologically speaking, mm. is yeah. a science, right? Mm. So sign language functions on the same regions spoken language does. So it does have intonation. It ha- it does have slang. Mm-hmm. It does have every feature of language so when you learn sign language you're mm. actually bilingual true so wait, that's actually interesting so what you're saying point. is that so the same parts so the auditory parts of the brain lights up when people see sign language or people when they hear it not the auditory part the, there's the the broca and Wernicke's areas oh, yeah, these yeah, are yeah, the yeah, language yeah. areas yeah. so these are uh, for comprehension and production mm. when you use yeah. sign language these are what the what lights up under a functional mri Mm. Very interesting. So it's the nice. same thing. It kind of Thank you, Mark. Uh, you, they recognize it as a language, you, standalone language. Would you say most sign languages have similarities in them? Or if I spoke ASL to Kuwaitis, they wouldn't get me? They probably wouldn't they would. get you, but I I feel like mm. from my exposure to some American sign language mm. and Kuwaiti sign language mm. lately, they're just like, for example, yeah. drinking and yeah. eating. Mm. And they're similar. Some they're basic very, things are similar. They're, it's like intrinsic to our human yeah. experience. Right. So, so it I translates feel like the same. This kind of, um, it goes. Question about your treatments to kids. Obviously, before, when, when you're dealing with kids, you're dealing with the parents. Right. Uh, yeah. How do you deal with the parents? Well, first of all, you have to acknowledge their trauma. Yeah. They've Surely. been through so much. Of course. And you have to be sensitive. You have to be compassionate. Of course. You have to put it in the simplest language you can find. Right. It's very hard to turn, use, um, change scientific language into everyday language. Mm. Because you don't want to miss anything in, in that translation. Of course, of course. So you need to take your time and you need to repeat. And you have to ask open ended questions. You need to be able to listen really carefully mm. to what they're saying and don't be judgmental. Mm. If, if if I give them an advice and they cannot take it, mm. that doesn't mean they're bad parents. Right. They just have different experience, mm. a different course, environment. 
Well, honestly, so you going through all of that shows your commitment, your passion for 100%, it. Yeah. I'm so proud that we have someone like you wanting to help people. And it's so great work that you're so doing. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. You're so it's incredible work. Thank you. Thank you so for kind. that. Um, I guess our last question before we send uh, our people off home. Uh, any tips you have or recommendations or for people who are suffering from this or just having this issue just now? What yeah. to do? Well, first of all, uh, don't panic. Mm. You're not alone. Mm. There's always someone somewhere who can help and want yeah. to help. The resources are there. You just need to calm down and find them. Yeah. And uh, talk to people. Uh, be open to suggestions and talk to your doctors. Have the difficult conversations. Yeah. Yeah. You have every right yeah. to ask the difficult questions. Right. And go back and forth and... You're entitled to a second, a third, a fifth, a thousandth right. opinion. So you advocate yes. for getting different opinions, right? Absolutely. Right. Nice. Do what you're comfortable with because mm. whatever decision you make today, yeah. you're the one you're who's going to have to live with it. Right. One final question before we wrap up. You're someone with tremendous experience and you've been in this field for years and years and years. I'm sure you've encountered uh, a case uh, you have a memory, you have something you can remember uh, of someone that developed in extraordinary ways uh, to perhaps give the viewers some hope that, uh, that this actually happened, something that, that happened with you that you can talk yes. about. But to be honest, every moment is inspiring with these kids. They're amazing. They surprise you. I can only you. imagine, yeah. Mm. They're, they're, they're surprising. You, they do things you don't expect. <laughs> um, just tomorrow, we're so, I'm just... Off of my, off the top of my head. Tomorrow yeah. we're celebrating one of our boys who graduated Sada, and he is one of the top um, winners in the in the reading challenge. Oh wow! Wow. Yeah. So I think he ended like across um, across Kuwait. He ended up in the fifth spot. Nice. Top five. So and he I'm was competing so against typically developing, developing kids. Wow. And he got um, honestly. Uh, That's amazing. Thank fixed. you for sharing. I can That's see. Amazing. I can see it. We can literally see it uh, in yeah. your eyes. How emotional you're getting about this. Uh, it yeah. definitely shows how mm -hmm. caring you are towards this topic. Uh, so as Ahmed and said, congratulations earlier, to that student as yeah, well. Honestly. Yeah. So uh, yeah. and thank you for sharing. Yeah. Honestly, beautiful <laughs> story. You. Well, thank you for your time. We'll be back for the wrap up right after this. Back with the wrap up. Uh, what a beautiful episode today! As we said before, yeah. very selfless uh, for a good cause. Yeah. She's very knowledgeable. I learned so many new things. One hundred percent. Yeah. And uh, maybe I want to uh, convince my grandpa get this uh, surgery. Maybe. Do you actually? Are you actually facing? Uh, not me. I said my grandpa. Your, I mean, is you're your the one who's <laughs> facing the issue because <laughs> you didn't hear me. <laughs> Uh, you know, I think uh, something that I found particularly, uh, I'm very proud of actually. Yeah. I was, I didn't know that uh, you have to pay this much money uh, it is, for the I, operation. It is. for free yeah, and great. Uh, uh, this, uh, is, uh, this is the great thing about our country. That's, that's actually really, really you know, when uh, you have public nice. health care. Yeah. Uh, that's very, very nice because uh, it's great support for the people, mm -hmm. especially if you cannot afford it. And yeah. I'm sure as a parent looking down on your child and you have this issue and yeah. you want to pay for it, but you can't afford it. Yeah. Yeah, but there you go. The government's yeah. supporting you. It is. Um, and what an amazing character we had with us today. She is. She is. Yeah. And join us next time for more amazing characters yeah. right here on The Untold. We'll see you next time.